This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we are back. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I am your host. International and local. What's going on, people? Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting with me today, and I promise you I'm going to make it worth your while. The guest today... Been on the cards for a while, man. I'm telling you now. The guest today should have been here a long time ago, but she's finally here today. Super sweet Zara is in the building, and not only is she in the building, we're talking health, we're talking nutrition, and we're taking it from a very different angle to what we've had on the halftime show. Veganism is in the spotlight today. We're also talking about how it benefits the body, what she does. The humanitarian approach to this lady right here, this sister right here is going to be with me today in the studio. The humanitarian approach is what's going to keep you tuned in the whole time on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show, though, Malduri. I am your host, coming everything sport, international, and local. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today. Special guest in the studio today, super sweet Zara. Let's give her a little. I told you it was coming I told you it was coming That's right Ninja You heard it here She's in the studio Thank you for the hookup uh, Ninja Lulu We love you Right So Super sweet How you doing? I'm very well thank you Happy to be here finally <laughs> It was brewing right? Yeah It marinated <laughs> And now you're months. here And now you're here Now um, super sweet You do a lot of things A lot of great things I was speaking about this Off air as well Um yeah, tell me, tell me more about it. I know there's there's the coaching, I know there's the training, but there's so much more to you. Can you share it with the, the listeners? Um, yeah, I do the things. So, um, <laughs> well, basically, my primary work uh, currently, obviously, is the personal training and the nutrition, which I also do because I love helping people mm-hmm. become better versions of themselves. Yeah. Um, I also work a lot with animal welfare that I've done for many, many years uh, before I moved to Dubai. Um, but it's, it became more and more prevalent here because obviously the need is greater here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm fully immersed with that. Um, I also work uh, quite closely with an orphanage in uh, Africa. Can you tell me about um, that? Yeah, so it's in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. It's in, uh, in Kenya. Um, a beautiful place called Happy Home Children's. Uh, Happy Life Children's Home mm-hmm. and um, there's about 40 children ages uh, 0 to 4 and uh, it's the only orphanage in Kenya that takes in uh, children that are just born mm-hmm. um, so there's obviously an issue with a lot of abandonment down there so I go in and I help and I fully immerse myself in the situation you live with the children you take care of them on a daily basis Yeah. and uh, yeah it's, it's it, I do that to relax to be honest to get away from Dubai and you know kind of get real gritty and yeah. dirty and in with you know the locals yeah uh, which i absolutely love so and and what brought your attention to to that part of the world initially because i know there's a bit of london in there 
Yeah. <laughs> <She> <laughs> I lived in London for 14 years. See how she said, she said that? She went, yeah. <laughs> There's a bit of London I mean, yeah. in there. Yeah, um, I moved to London when I was 18. Okay. Um, so literally, as I graduated, I moved to London. And you hail um, from? Sweden. <laughs> Fully? Swedish. Yes. With the mother being? Half Norwegian. There we yeah. go. Okay. And then so, why Africa, you said? Uh, I've been going to Africa for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, in London, you meet a lot of Africans. Yeah. Uh, my very first flatmate when I was living in South London, she was from Nigeria. Shout out to uh, South so, London. Yeah. <laughs> so I started eating my pounded yam and back then, you know. <laughs> okay. So I got, I got in, again, I got in with the locals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it was from there, really. And then I started traveling there. Um, and then, yeah, you know, I love the culture. I love I love the people. I yeah. love that, you know, they have so little, but they're so happy, you know, mm. in, in terms of like for the children's home, for example, that I go to. Yeah. Um, so I just love that rawness yeah. of, the, of the culture. This, sometimes you get lost in that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. And I think maybe because I'm from such a, like Sweden is very safe and it's mm. very, you know, comfortable, you know, I think that's what's making me go out and seek that, you know, yeah. complete alien to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and it's also something else that once you've found that, it's easy to get addicted to that as well. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. It's just a feeling of giving back and yeah. knowing that you're needed, I guess, yeah. uh, in a way and that you can help and that you've made a difference in someone's life. And I think that's what it comes to the animals, where there is animals or humans, just knowing that you've made a difference, even if t- to one person or one animal, it yeah. just, it, it's an amazing feeling. Absolutely. You know? it, it's also something else that um, can be considered therapy for us as yeah. coaches, right? Absolutely. Uh, what yeah. does it do for your mindset? I just I I feel that I have peace of mind mm. and it's in in my lifestyle I try to live as kindly as possible. Yeah. And so just knowing that um I do that it's it just gives me complete peace of mind. Yeah. And I need to that's why I, when I say that I escape from Dubai sometimes just to go and do that it's yeah. it's relaxation. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's 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 interesting you say that as well because of the culture that you you step into when you step to the, that side of the world. There seems to be the sense of empathy and mindfulness and gratitude that we Absolutely. we sometimes get feel a bit neglected. Over yeah, it. the gratitude. It's yeah. just and I I try to I take that with me and I try to practice that here all the time. Just the smallest things. Just be grateful for the smallest things in life because what we kind of take for granted and moan about here, you know, someone else is would die to have. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and that's going to also take us into the, the next part, which we will go into regarding veganism and things like that. But but the relationship that you build with yourself is something we'll be discussing on the show today as well. When you head over to Africa, have, have your plans to Africa been restricted by COVID? Yes, yes, unfortunately. So? I, was, I was supposed to go twice last year yeah. and again now in April. I go twice a year, April and October. And uh, yeah, so instead I'm raising money um, offsite. You know, I'm, I'm posting about it on my Instagram, and I, I get people to donate to the website so that they can buy the nappies and everything because that's that's their only source of income in yeah. the orphanage. So yeah. they're they're not supported by the government right. or anything. So having volunteers come there and you know bring toys and everything and and you pay like $70 for lodging or something yeah. um, that's what keeps them going so it's very important now that we look to the people we're, we're all complaining that we're restricted in our movements and everything but that these are the people that are really suffering Absolutely. because they're not getting help from anywhere yeah know? fantastic and I'm going to make sure we get those websites so everyone Amazing. here at the Halftime Show can support uh, for, for sure uh, coming up next we're talking veganism now it's, it's something we have discussed briefly on the show but who better than Zara to go into that right after the break hey listen enjoy a little bit of Aligati and we'll be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. 
Time Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire that was a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we are back and we're having that kind of chilled vibe. Uh, myself and my sister, Super Sweet Zara, is in the building. We're talking a lot of different things. Now, if you are tuning on the Instagram Live, then you're getting all the juicy bit, all the sauce and all the extra bits we're talking about. And if you're not, don't worry. You can always catch the full show on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud if you like a podcast or even head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and you see all of our fantastic guests here on the show with me on the Halftime Show. Right, okay, Zara, something we haven't really gone into, merely for the mm-hmm. fact that I think maybe that the knowledge that you have on this next topic has been discussed all over the world. Yeah. Some pros, some cons, but veganism has really, really hit home in a lot of places. Can you tell us more about, firstly, what is veganism and, and what does it take to be a vegan? So veganism is uh, living as kind as you can without mm-hmm. exploiting any animals in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be... You don't eat any animal products, you don't wear any animal products, you Mm. make sure that whatever products you're using has not been tested on animals. Anything you can think of, we are exploiting animals. And obviously there's different levels you can go to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some people say no horseback riding, they're being exploited and there's, you know, there's different levels. But primarily veganism is about not using any animal products. Mm -hmm. And so the, the extremities of that, how does that get managed or controlled? I mean, I think it's the extreme in in terms of veganism. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's up to each person, isn't it? So right. it's, it's what you make of it. So yeah. it's a full time job if you go into it and you research every single thing, and then you go into you know the clothing. But then is it made by children? Is it you know? Yes, there's, yes. There's Interesting. It's 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 a full time job. Yeah. It's, you can go into such depth that it will drive you crazy. Yeah. Um, so I think it's up to you to set where your standards are and what you will allow and won't allow. And, you know, and then there's for no one else to judge you, really. You, know, mm. you do it for you or for whatever reasons you're doing it for. So as long as you're comfortable and happy with your decision, then I think that's what... Um, how how you control it yourself yeah it it requires a lot of knowledge as well absolutely and i always say this you know i always say this is key we live in an era of information Mm. right we have google we have everything and yet some people choose to just keep uh the blinders on you know yeah uh and there's that goes for so many things yeah you know yeah i try to keep an open mind in everything in in terms of my spiritual ways and you know i always try to educate myself and I think this is how I got into veganism. Yeah. Um, I started looking into things and I was like, hold on, this is not right. Yeah. Uh, and I knew, like we all know, what's going on behind the scenes. But yes. we, choose to, we choose to close our eyes to it because of comforts, because of, you know, cultural things, because of religion, because of our family and friends, what they're going to say. Um, so I, I, it's by no feet an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't take that away from anyone. And also going against your own taste buds mm-hmm. and your own comforts. You know, it takes a lot. Yeah. So um, how, how, do, how long does it take to, to, to get into practicing it properly? And I say practicing because it's very easy for someone to say, <coughs> I'm vegan. And then they might have something that they're not supposed to have or mm-hmm. at least something they don't believe in. And then they go back to it. How long does it take before it becomes a natural habit? 
it's it's so it's so individual mm. right so i went cold turkey so i stopped eating from one day to the next i yeah. stopped meat dairy everything right um but then to be honest for me it took longer to stop wearing leather for example because i've worked in fashion for 15 years right and i didn't connect i could have never told <laughs> I didn't connect the two, you yeah. know. So it's that's been more of a gradual thing for me. But I'm like, hold on, what is this? Oh, you know, sneakers, these mm-hmm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the food, um, I went like that. But then it takes six months for me to actually come out of your system. So yeah. when people say they tried going vegan for a month, and I'm like, yeah, but it's not really because mm. it didn't leave your body as such. But then again, there's so many different depths and. How, what, what do people mean by going vegan for a month? Is it because there's a lot of mental things going on as well? Yeah, yeah. When you go vegan, obviously you you stop all the extra hormones coming into your system through the meat and through the dairy. Mm-hmm. And this is a lot of this. A lot of people don't know about this. How much mm. extra hormones they're actually getting and antibiotics and all the stuff that they put into the meat and the dairy. Yeah. Uh, they are then consuming. Um, so it's 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 uh, it's different when it comes to. Um, in terms of your body and, and your mind, yeah. right? Yeah, so. I, I like I like the fact that you also said, in terms of how it passes through the gut flora, how it passes through the probiotics of everything that's in your system, every person varies. But sometimes when people do enter, you know, the realm of veganism, as they say, and they say it didn't work for them, they haven't given it enough time. They haven't given it enough time, or they they haven't done it properly. So mm. obviously. As with as with everything, even people that are following uh, a carnivore diet or omnivore diet, yeah. we need supplements. You yeah. know, uh, we're not getting everything, and especially in today's uh, society, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of we're not getting the whole foods as we used to. Yes, you know, there's a lot of processed stuff, etc. So they might be eating chips for a month, mm-hmm. or you know, eating a very limited diet because yeah. it's not animal products they think it's okay it's vegan and yeah. then they're feeling fatigued etc so yes. of course it's not going to work yes um so it takes a long time to kind of get your system used to it yes absolutely and just for the listeners the difference between being vegan and being vegetarian is uh vegan you don't eat any animal products or mm-hmm. use any animal products vegetarian you can have egg and dairy mm-hmm. but you don't eat any meat right such. right and the benefits talk to me about the benefits of being vegan uh, so obviously you're you're not contributing to any uh, inhumane um, mm-hmm. uh, practices yep. and um, for your body because I know a lot of people are, are concerned about their their own health mm-hmm. um, there's less inflammation going on in your body mm-hmm. um, there's obviously less risk of cancer certain types of cancer that dairy and meat specifically contribute to yeah um there's you know meat clogs your arteries yeah you know, there's so many health benefits of of cutting meat out, out of your diet is there a sense of clarity there from all the things you said that you're removing out of your diet does that help with a sense of clarity whether it's cognitive whether it's brain whether it's eyes whether it's the way that we move when you're vegan absolutely it mm. gives more energy Fantastic. and if you have any injuries you heal faster and you mm. know if anyone has watched the the game changers documentary yes. you kind of know the benefits of right of it health wise uh, but it really is that way you know yeah. it's um 
for me it was because I, I ate kind of healthy before I went vegan anyway yeah. so it wasn't really like a major thing in my body but mm. for me it was more mentally because obviously I'm vegan for the animals yes. and just knowing that I'm not contributing to anyone's suffering yes. is the world to me Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm so I could never go back people are asking are you still vegan I'm like of course I am Yeah. like it would never <laughs> ever change yeah. I can't I, I could never yeah yeah. You know? There's you kind of almost put the, the audience on a cliffhanger when you almost left that before the break the game changes documentary it got a lot of interest in there it opened a lot of people's eyes it had a lot of mixed reviews mm-hmm. what was your take on it well for me it was it was it's great that this comes out because i know that people care more about their own health than they do about perhaps animals yes um, yeah. So for me, it was great for people to understand and get more of understanding. And hopefully this would would lead them to to go in and research more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't take everything for what it is. Yeah. Even in these documentaries, go and research. Let this be an opener for you to go and do your own research and then take what you can from that and mm-hmm. then form your opinion from that. Don't let someone put it in your mind like we have for so many years. Yeah. You know, yeah. we are born and brought up by someone telling us what we should believe in what we should be eating what we should be doing mm. it's time now for you to stand on your own feet right absolutely. And, and have your own opinion absolutely love that right guys I told you it was going to be good coming up next we're talking about the relationship with you, ha- you have with yourself the relationship you have with training with mental health and with food and i got to give a couple of special shout outs to our very own Lulu Machiavelli uh, Kurthum Amna Maria Kareen Mustafa Dinner with Flo all the way from New York my boy from New York is always supporting and showing love and everyone else and Terry and Lara as well if I forgot anyone I'm going to shout you out when we get back after the break enjoy guys I'll see you right after this peace this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pol 90 95 95 oh he loves the fire and what a goal this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95 nice strike It sure is that time. What's going on, people? Hope you're having a blessed day. If you're just jumping into the room at Omar Dur on Instagram and wondering what we're talking about, head over to the YouTube afterwards. Super Mario and Gabby put our shows on the YouTube channel, Pulse 95 Radio, and it is amazing. And we got great guests in today. Super Swede Zara. I was going to say Super Zara Swede. That works as well, right? <laughs> that works. <laughs> He's in the studio today, and, uh, and we're talking some really, really good stuff. Actually, the stuff we talk about behind the scenes is just as good as what we do on air. Um, just to recap that, Zara, we were talking about the the element of of the people that were very strong about stereotyping a vegan, stereotyping the CrossFitters and vegan, uh, putting it all together. You know why uh, there is this reaction um, to those who who don't know enough about. It. I think it's I think it's the educational part more than anything. Absolutely. Um, how, how come it, it almost got boxed at one point and it became a trend and then then all of a sudden it was like a backlash to it? It's like any trend. You know, people jump on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously with veganism, it's, it's different because you're actually doing something yourself. It's easy to give up straws, for yeah. example. Yeah. Like, yeah, I give up plastic straws because you're not really dependent on them. It doesn't really 
add that much value to your yeah. life. Yeah. Now, take away something that you keep very fond. Mm-hmm. Right? Take away the meat. Take away, take away dishes that you used to have as a kid that brings back warm memories. Right. Uh, take away, you know, all these kind of things. Having to tell your mom that you don't want to have her famous, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. whatever stew. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's going to have different effects. So when it comes to something that personally affects people, yeah. uh, I think it's harder to maintain it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, there, there's something... The, uh, I've seen some of your posts and uh, and I've seen I've seen um, some of the content that you post and and I thought it was very very powerful and you and we mentioned this also behind behind the scenes. What is it about posts that trigger off certain emotions or feelings when it comes to people? Uh, because I think people. Uh, uh well, first of all, we're living in a in a time right now where people are very sensitive, mm. right? People mm. get offended by by the smallest things. Yeah. Uh, so when it comes to feeling personally attacked for your choices, yeah, yeah, um, you know, they'd be like, "Who are you to tell me what to do?" And you know, so I think in in that way, and especially again, when it comes to something that's so close to your heart, like eating, like yeah. we all love eating, it's a big part of our our, our life. Yeah. Um, so people don't, and I think it's also a little bit of a subconscious. They yeah. know what's going on behind the scenes, mm. but they don't really want to know it. So be like, you know, keep your opinions and things to yourself. Like I'm happy with my little world right here, yeah. and I want to continue like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I get you, yeah. yeah. One of the things that a lot of the times, and coaches fall under this as well. So I'm going to put my hand up and say that's me as well. We're always out there helping people, but one of the things we need to focus on more is the relationship with ourselves in order to be able to project and give more Absolutely. to our clients, our families, the people around us, our society. Definitely. How do you work on the relationship with yourself? What do you do personally and what do you preach with that? Call yourself out. Nice. Call yourself out on what you're doing. So mm-hmm. it could be something as little as sitting in traffic. One day someone could turn in front of you and you're shouting and you're shouting abuse and you get really mad. The next day, same same thing happens and mm-hmm. you're not really reacting. So the issue is lying with you, right? Yeah. So I always think whenever I'm reacting to something, whether it's someone on Instagram or a post or someone in traffic, I'm like, whoa, why did I react like that? What's mm. what's triggered me to get to this point today where I feel that, you know, I needed to blow up? Yeah. So this is something that I need to deal with. Yeah. And the same thing, like call yourself out on everything, on your opinions, on your facts, on, on, on everything you do, you know, your behaviors. Like, why did I behave that way to that waiter the other day? Like, yeah. why did I snap? Mm-hmm. You didn't deserve that. And go back and check why are you doing this? Mm. So I think in order to be able to be the best that we can be, we need to check in with ourselves to see how we're actually doing. And I think a lot of people are scared mm. to do this because we have to face ourselves. It's, it's a sense of accountability. Absolutely. Do you know any foods as a vegan that help control that? Help so control? Your uh, anger, anxiety. Well, I know, that, I know that not eating meat helps control that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're eating... Like going back to veganism, yeah. but you're eating the stress and the adrenaline of the animal mm-hmm. before it was mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm. There is no such thing as humane murder. Right. So the animal knows what's happening right, yeah. right before it gets killed, even as it gets killed. So you're then ingesting that, and that's mm-hmm. causing a lot of aggression and you know a lot of testosterone in your system and whatever other things they've put in to the meat. Yeah, yeah. So not eating meat, it's a big start. Absolutely. When it comes down to superfoods super sweet uh-huh. what superfoods would you recommend oh there's so many I said 
to be honest, superfoods is, is again, it's like one of these yes. trends kind yes. of thing. Like, it's oh, a click. Food. It's a click yeah. term. Yeah, you yeah. Have, like I love acai as a superfood. Yeah. But it also very high calories. Yes. So it depends what you want out of this superfood. Mm-hmm. I would I would rather twist it and just say whole foods. Nice. You know, a superfood is a whole food, something yeah. that hasn't been processed, something that you're able to tell all the ingredients in and you know, it's 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 completely pure. Yes. And then you, you cook from scratch yourself. Mm-hmm. That is how you get the best out of your food. Yeah, very good. Um, recovery is something that a lot of the times now people are starting to take even more note of when it comes down to its value and importance as much as training. <laughs> Absolutely. What recovery hacks do you use personally or you, do you do on yourself or even recommend to clients? Recovery is, is, is also, you recover your body, but you also need to recover your mind, right? Yes. So um, I always, is, I start working with my clients in the mental way because mm-hmm. they need help for a reason, yeah. right? So we... I always highlight that it's not just about the diet and the workout, it's also about your sleeping patterns, your mm-hmm. stress patterns, um, you, how, how your cortisol levels are in your body, how much are you worrying and stressing about things. Um, I, I recommend for my clients to take at least 10 to 15 minutes out of their day and they're like, I don't have time. I'm like, find time. Mm-hmm. It's very important. You sit, put your phone away, put everything away and just sit in silence and reconnect with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to because we live such stressful lives right now. We're constantly on our phones. We're constantly getting fed images everywhere. Constantly Constantly talking, constantly music, you know, we need to to trace back. Um, so what, what I do to myself, like when I feel that I've had too much of the city life and yeah. I, I've been back to back with clients and, you know, interacting with so many different energies, like eight, nine clients a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get call about some injured animals and animals. And, you know, this is a lot. So I, I go down to the beach and I ground. I do grounding. So I just bury my feet in the sand, just reconnect with earth. Mm-hmm. Like we're lucky to have the beach here. If you don't have the beach, go try to find a forest or like some kind of a natural um, reserve that you can go and mm. just be one again mm. because this is not what we're supposed to be in yeah you know? absolutely how, how do you reset super sweet that's how I do mm. I, I I take time for myself I reset like I told you by going down to Kenya uh, by helping out mm-hmm. I reset by going to my friend's farm a rescue farm out in Rasakarima with just animals and we just sit there amongst animals like and, and just feed off their energy. I, I reset by being at home alone with my cats. I have something called Isolation Fridays, so where I'm just on my own because I, I deal with so many different energies um, that I need to just take moments away and just be with myself and, and the energies that I feed off. And I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a vegan thing because I take their energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, I think, Unapologetically. I think, yeah, I think, I think it's a humanitarian thing. I think yeah. we mentioned that in the beginning and I think the, the fundamentals of of what you just said and a lot of people will nod their head and say yeah that's what that's what I want to do or that's what I should be doing or that's what I do even yeah and also everyone has different ways of doing it so for some people it could be reading a book but mm. take time out for something that you enjoy doing it's so important because yeah. life is passing us by like that yes. and if you're just working and you, you're living for everyone else your family your wife your this and that like you're going to sit when you're 60 and be like whoa what happened to my life Yes. so take time out for you do what makes you happy absolutely um, I'm going to pick your brain on something as soon as we get back because I want us uh, everyone here at the Halftime Show to follow the links for those people in Kenya that mm. you mentioned earlier I want them to follow you uh, there's also there happens to be this this person who has their own vegan company a vegan milk plant company right yeah okay so I we're heard it's awesome me too you know <laughs> alright so we're going to be talking about that after this it's very fitting the next song is called Be Kind by Marshmallow and Halsey enjoy it we'll be right back peace this is the Halftime Show 
Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. What's it going? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we are back. And you know, I said to you before, guys, this show is going to go flying. And that's what we're doing now. Um, Zara's in the building. Super Sweet is here. Super Sweet, great show so far. Um, Lulu, we have her to thank for that. She kind of brought us together and uh, and did the thing. So, yeah, thank you very much, Lulu. And um, Super Sweet, there's a couple of things. One thing, to be able to acquire the kind of knowledge that you have on um, veganism, on the philosophy, on what it stands for, you have to have a lot of knowledge. You actually have your own company. Mm. Tell me more about it. It's called the Vegans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, a vegan meal plan mm-hmm. where you get three meals a day, two snacks a day, yep. five days a week. Fully vegan, fully nutritious. You get your calorie count. You get your, you get to choose. So you can obviously pick a bit higher calories or lower calories depending on your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just really good tasting food. And what my pride is with, with that, what's happened since we launched in November, um, we've done really well. Um, but we have so many non-vegans on there and that's what I wanted to achieve because obviously okay. vegans they know good vegan food I'm, I know they're going to come on my plan yeah right because yeah. but uh, non-vegans that are not planning to go vegan either like I have a few of my clients that are non-vegans and I'm like I don't think I could go vegan and then they've been on my plan now for the last two months mm-hmm. and they're still not like connecting and wanting to go vegan themselves but they are fully happy to be on my fully vegan meal plan right so that to me is a success how do you educate them throughout the plan firstly to to come on to the plan this is that's a trust process as well absolutely and then secondly to be to maintain it and sustain that yeah with them how do you get that connection with them normally uh, no but i i love getting constructive feedback from people yeah. in every in every aspect and that goes back to calling yourself out if yeah. you don't get constructive fe- constructive feedback from people how do you know where you're going right or wrong yes so i always talk to clients and you know people that are on the meal plan and seeing how they're doing what mm-hmm. they're lacking are they feeling that they're missing something is it something you know um, so then just building upon that um, in, in all areas. So uh, educating them is obviously, I educate my clients all the time mm-hmm. and I, I sneak in little things, you know, um, little gems mm-hmm. of information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, yeah, it just, it's just planting that seed. I don't yeah. tell them go vegan because I know how hard it can be. But yeah. planting that seed, making them go to do the research themselves yeah. and then come back and say, oh my God, Zara, I looked into that um, thing you said about milk. And that's gross. I never knew that. And then they start going, okay. And they're so proud. They send me pictures. They're like, I bought this plant-based milk today. And I'm mm. like, yay, that's amazing. Mm. So it's like the little steps, you know, and not intimidating them into like fully, you know, but educating. I think that's the USP right there. Not intimidating them, educating them. Yeah. And absolutely. being able to also, like you said earlier, you know, that sense of accountability to be able to get called out for the product, for the beliefs, for the philosophy is what helps those people come back yeah absolutely and then and then they start looking at it and obviously they're following me on instagram and i post mm. little bits and pieces here and there about things and they're like oh wow that that really opened my mind like just like you said about that video yeah you know so it's just creating that connection for mm-hmm. them whether it's it to their health or to animals or to the environment yeah yeah no absolutely there's also something else you spoke earlier which kind of touched my heart a little bit and that was regarding your the, the orphanage in in kenya regarding the all the 
incredible stuff you do with them um how can we locate the links to that how can we support that how can we we help those people so currently they're they can't receive any volunteers unfortunately so mm-hmm. that would be later on but i do advise anyone to go there and spend time with them it's absolutely amazing yeah um for now we can donate money to their website and mm-hmm. they they uh, use that for nappies and milk and everything that they can't get hold of and yeah. uh, they they're in a little um uh, they're just outside of nairobi and some somewhere called Roisambu. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's right next to like the slum areas and everything. So they, they don't have access to much. Um, so anything, anything will help. You know, even if you send toys, like someone was going down there, like bring toys that connect them to, to the, the main people there and they can meet and, and take them. So very, that's, very that's cool. Super sweet. That is full time on the halftime show. Where can we follow you as well? Super sweet mm-hmm. underscore on Instagram mm-hmm. would be the best platform to follow me. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we will be posting everything online on our social media at Omar Duri at Pulse ninety five Radio and at Super Sweet. Thank you very much, Super Sweet, for Thank you for having for me. gracing us on the show. And there you have it, folks. That is full time on the halftime show. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. I know the behind the scenes was just as good as what we did on radio. And we'll be back every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, three to four, on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse ninety five. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.